The Juicy Cup Podcast is an opinion-based show that should not be considered professional advice or services and assumes no responsibility or liability towards listeners. Hey everybody, it's Bernard. And I'm Valerie. And welcome to the Juicy Cup Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so good. (laughs) Hey, Val. Hey, Bernard. How have you been, Mr. San Fran? Oh, tired. I think that's what got me tired this week. And it's not like I stopped from doing all the things that I do. So, y'all, it was my birthday last week. And I had a really good time in San Francisco. I did a lot of things. I went to see the Wiz. I went to see some trees in the woods. Went to a little small little town. I took a ferry. Yeah. Oh, went to like two, three, I think three museums. It was a lot. You did a lot for a few days. Oh, I was tired. That's why I ain't, I ain't go out to nobody's club. Cause the night I wasn't going, I had laid down. It's my fault. I took a shower and laid down. Woke mm-hmm. up at like eleven o'clock and was like, "Fuck it," and watched um Power. <laughs> that sounds like a very chill, relaxed birthday. And as I told you when you was approaching your thirties, birthdays just look different. And I, I, I ain't I ain't mad at it. Like the, the way it's been in my thirties, way better than the club turning up and throwing some bottles in the air. That's what I didn't want to do. That's why I woke up. I was like, you know, do you really even want to go out to somebody's club? Not really. Ooh, how you been? I'm, 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 I'm right there with you on the tide. Like, you, you know, already I debated doing this part recording today. Mm-hmm. Um, this week has been one, one for the books. And it, honestly, it's, um, I haven't really had to do or go anywhere for work. But what what kind of got me is like in my current role, um, I've had to, how do I say this? I've had to be really on top of an individual to make sure that certain things got done. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't remember what it was to supervise. And now I remember. And I'm just like, oh, did you really want this? <laughs> like me and the person literally today, because we at the end of the the I need to be be on you like white on rice that we both was like I was about to quit I was like girl I was about to quit too <laughs> <laughs> I said you think you stressed baby I'm stressed <laughs> and I was happy that we had came to a full circle moment because I was like I know I'm getting on your nerves but it's got to get done and we we really had a full circle moment so it helped reduce down some of it but when I have to like be on you like I don't see. I don't got time for that, baby. We at this point we grown. I think this is when I do be having the spirit of my daddy in me. He used to be a mean boss um, every now and again, as he told me all the stories. But more so, just kind of like a work. Like we at work, just come to work and do your work job. If you don't want to come, just just call out or something. I would rather you do that, but understand that either you go do this work or you will get written up. I'm not playing. Like this is why I'm not nobody's supervisor just yet. But see, okay, so I'm going I'm to play the devil's advocate with that, right? A lot of jobs went, and one of my, my job is one of those jobs where we were a field-based job with an office. Mm-hmm. The day COVID hit, we never returned back to the office. So COVID hit, i never forget, it was like a March 13th. It was a Friday. I was mm-hmm. on my way to go see a kiddo at jail, and 
was told go home, go to the grocery store if you need to, get whatever items you need. We on lockdown. And we never returned back to our office. So a lot of the people who have come in after me um, have only experienced that work from home life, not yeah. where you were kind of forced to come in the office and do the fit do the office part of it so everyone who does what we do like they're exceptional in the field but a lot of people can get very laxed with the documentation part but when you're grant funded mm -hmm. baby we need we need mm -hmm. the documentation <laughs> i don't call it no excuse because i get my documentation in all the time i schedule my clients i got all of it in today Everybody work ethic is different, Bernard, and I've realized that too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's right now what it's called for me, and, and and especially being a supervisor now for I think the third time in my in my life, um, is it's about giving a little grace because I know how I can be, and I am that person. Like you're paid to do a job, I expect you to do it. I did it whether somebody was watching me like a hawk or not. So mm -hmm. that is a big expectation to me, but I won't micro you once it's done. If you're done, and if it takes you. 20 minutes to do what it takes the other person four hours to do, that's on you. I'm not I'm not calling you. I'm not running you down. I just don't want to have somebody running me down about something you already knew you had to do. To me, that's like high-key embarrassment. Call it what you want, but no, it's like... You ain't wrong. That's how I approach my job. This is why I feel like I, why I'm great in my job. I got employee of the month last month because of that. Because, you know, I am, I am me. But I understand, like, I just... I come to work. I do my job. If I didn't want to do my job, I just wouldn't come. Yeah, call out days are there, man. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, ain't got a new um more mental health days. I'm not gonna use it yet though. I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to see if my first um R and R day is up there. We get one every quarter. I think one should be up there for the new huh? Well that's so my job gives one on the books every quarter. But this month of this year alone, and we only in February, I've had probably like two. Okay, so like, like they they give them out, but the ones that actually are on the book that you have to use mm -hmm. are those. But because we are well, a lot not so much me day. anymore. But the kids, like not the kids, the um, the employees tend to work sometimes longer than their traditional hours. Mm -hmm. Um, we compensate. Okay. Well, if we see you're burnt out because we deal with a lot of face to face with crisis um individuals, like sometimes you got to decompress and take you a day. I understand. Cause, oh. I tell you on the side. Oh. I done gave some of mine. I'd be like, "Hey, you need you need a day? Go ahead, take the day." Mm -hmm. Them days be important. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's in your cup today? So let me tell you what I did. Right, mm -hmm. my cousin Christine. Hi, Christine. Um, she came to visit me in October. And near my home is this little, little like smaller area called Old Town Spring. I don't know if you ever rode over there when you were staying over here. I think so. Okay. It was like this area with a whole bunch of like old houses that really are businesses and restaurants or whatever, whatever. Uh -huh. So we ran across a little winery and we went in there and, um, you know, me, it's not hard to convince me to join somebody's club and, you know, pay a monthly subscription for something. So I joined their wine club. It gave you like 10% off when you come in to eat. It gave you free wine flights once a week. Um, and then it gives you two free bottles of wine a month. And then like extra stuff when they have having activities or whatever. So I picked up my wine for November and then didn't pick up for December and January. Ooh. And I said, damn it, I'm going to go in here and pick up my February wine and cancel. <laughs> so I walked in with 
the idea that I'm going to cancel. So mm-hmm. I walked in and I said, hey, I'm here to pick up my February wine, not knowing that the lady at the front was the owner. And she was like, would you like your free flight today too? I said, free flight? She was like, yeah, every Wednesday and Thursday you can step stop in once that week and get a free flight of wine. Hmm. I said, oh, well, let me go to the car and get my wallet and come back <laughs> in so I can order me an appetizer too. And then she said, you know, we store your wine for three months. So I said, oh, I got December and January. She said, I have all three for you. So that brings me to what I'm drinking today, right? (laughs) I I have so much wine. Um, I have False Bay. Um, This tastes very good. It's a slow chin in Blanc. Um, Very tasty. I have not had any wine from them. And the wine spot is called... um, Shoot, I gotta get the name of the spot that I go to, but that I'm a part of their wine club. But yeah, every wine that I've had with them has been phenomenal. Mm. I've been wanting to join the wine club because when I came up to um, Seattle, um, and we had we went to a wine, me and Amber went to a wine um, club with her cousin. Mm-hmm. And I was, I guess, never just thought about. I guess because nowadays, obviously, I'm older now. I have like hard liquor, but I do prefer wine more so nowadays. So, hmm. and it's not it's not one too 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 far from me. I would suggest it. Like, I enjoy wine. I think I grew a better love of it once I moved up here because mm-hmm. I had my own kitchen and I love cooking and I just like to pour me a glass of wine sometime and cook. Mm-hmm. And tonight, as you seen when we first got on here, I made me some veggie pasta. And I was like, oh, this is like this gonna pair very well. And it has. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'll never know. Wine always pair with everything I got. <laughs> <laughs> What's your cup for today? Um, I got this orange mango ginger mule. Mm. Um, with tequila. Um, still got the tequila in there. You know, y'all don't I'm not a big, big drinker, so it's been in it for a minute. So I have it in. It's actually pretty good. I'm pretty sure I'm making me refilling my cup during the break. So I did find out that Trader Joe's locally here does not sell their alcohol. It's some type of rule that Texas has that they won't let a grocer or something like that sell their own alcohol brand. That would make sense. But they can sell like other hard liquors. So I don't think that the Trader Joe's has hard liquor at all. And I've only been to the one that's in the woodlands, but I haven't seen hard liquor there. But I do have to go this Saturday, so I will tell you what I see. They might not. I don't feel like I've really seen it. I feel like I would have noticed it because here, like I haven't been to a liquor store in a minute. Now, I mean, the prices for that hard liquor is not bad. Like you give me $20 for a tequila and it's actually pretty good. I'm good. I may have you um send you some money to wrap it up real tight and <laughs> send me send me a bottle via mail. <laughs> That's no problem. I really want to try it. I even had um one of my friends was like, let me know if you find it in the store. And then when we talked about it on the pod, one of the listeners, Karen, mentioned to mm-hmm. me that um yeah, Flo- Texas doesn't allow it. Damn. Well, you know what? Trade it. Um, if you are ever passing through Louisiana, I would I, I would bet they would have it because they can. That's first time I ever seen when I went to um, Louisiana with Amber. I did not know you, they sell um liquor in, in stores, like Walmart and. Oh, well, like a Walmart. I, I think some places have a Walmart liquor store. Am I wrong with this? I know they have a Sam's mm-hmm. liquor. Yeah. Okay. Just like Publix has a liquor store in Florida. Mm-hmm. 
I miss Publix so bad. <sighs> so right now will be phenomenal. Yes. Um, <laughs> if I was eating meat. <laughs> <laughs> so what got you going this week? FedEx. Oh, tell me all about and, it. And and United. So. Airlines. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, one FedEx is like um, I had a very big. Um, delivery um, with a big package and so when it happened was um, the way they schedule it I was going to go on my trip before I get to receive the package so I was just going to reschedule it until I come back I called FedEx and they, it, it took me five times to get a human person um, the computer kept hanging up on me in the middle of me at, at that point driving and getting pissed off and, and driving to a FedEx store because somebody was going to call this um, people for me I get a person, they're like, oh, well, we can't do anything because we don't actually have your package right now. I said, well, can you just put it in, you know, in the system to where you just would like, you know, when you do get it, you know, to not deliver it, you know, during these days, just this day. Well, we can't do it because we don't have your package, but I can sign you up for notifications. And when we get it, you can schedule it on the app. I don't really like customer service, y'all. I, I thoroughly, really hated uh, being on the phone with customer service because my first media words was, why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> I was already aggravated because I was in my car after calling them five times. So your automatic system, automated system already irritated me enough to be like, I'm going to just go because somebody at the store will help me. You both would be aggravated by this shit. Because I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, it was an expensive package. And last time they left a, a big package outside of, like, my apartment door, like, the building, not my door. Oh, Thankfully, wow. I stay around a lot of white people, and my package is okay, but... So you saying if it was around us, black people, that it wouldn't have been there? No, it's just more so the local area I'm in. It's oh. just, it, it is real safe in here. Like, it is, it, it, it... I Does have to... equate to safe? Mm, in this area, hmm. I stay. I do stay around a lot of white people. In the the where the black well, area, how does that equate to safe? They don't. Well, I'm gonna say, I'm, mm, I'm gonna stop. I'm not, I'm not gonna do this with you. I'm not gonna do this with you right now. No, 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 Keep no. Going. I'm serious. Keep going. You, you, <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> I was just just talking and making jokes, but but no. Um, I'm just glad I it's forcing because they were like, well, if you're not going to be there, they're not going to deliver the package. Why the fuck my package was here? Did your package require a signature or something, or to be delivered to an individual? No, because how big it was and how expensive it was, and it was saying that. Oh no! Can I ask what it was? Because you done told me it's expensive five times. Okay. Um, and because like they they long story short, they were just like, well, they're not going to leave it at door. I said, but last time y'all did with another package. And they're like, well, we're not going to leave it at the door. My package is not only at the door. I have never filed a complaint, but I took my time and called their ass back and filed a complaint. Because not only did you lie to me, I couldn't even catch the package because it skipped that part of the fucking app and it went straight out for delivery. And when I told them bitches it was going to do that, they didn't want to believe me. And I said, hey, you're going to leave my package outside the door. At least tell them to take it back until they stay and put it in your warehouse. I'm okay with that. I don't really need it in an immediate moment. 
pissed me off when I see my packets um when it said delivered my packets at work. I wanted I wanted to leave work so bad and just and go down to a FedEx store and cuss people out. And they would have been looking so lost in the face. Yeah, it would have been no it would have been no point. But I did file a complaint on each and every person. I sat down on that phone with that lady for twenty minutes. Was like, I don't want to file a complaint against you. I want to do everybody who was interacting. Look at them notes and everybody who who touched them notes. Go ahead and uh, I want to file a complaint against. <laughs> Because you, you sit there and lie to me. <laughs> because you, because I'm saying, I was trying to be proactive, and then you made it difficult. And I just hate that. Um, look at the app. Why would I do it at the app and I'm talking to you in person? That don't make any goddamn sense. They love some redirector. Oh, I hate that shit. And you know, <laughs> I, I was just irritated because uh, my flight got delayed. Going or coming? C- going, coming back. Hurt my feelings. Took away my whole day. For real? My whole day. How long was the delay for? Six hours. I stayed in the airport. And I I was in the airport at 9. I don't think I left the airport until at least, what, like... Yeah, around 5-something? 6? It's a full day of work. Still got a two-hour flight. Took me, you know... I paid $100 for my Uber back to my house. Did they give you some type of reimbursement? We're still working on that. I have to, I have to calm my energy to do that. I'm not gonna lie to anybody. I have immature moments that sometimes I don't. I would did it before I left the um the airport. Before, <laughs> after what is after three hours, they have to give you some type of reimbursement of some sort. It was due to the weather, though. Mm, I guess. Oh yeah, because um, what's from call it was having bad weather. California. Cali. Mm-hmm. And I got caught up in it. I seen that Monday because um, I was I seen it in the gym. I was watching the news and I was like, oh, dang, they got some bad weather. Mm-hmm. Even though my weather app told me it was going to be sunny the whole entire time I was there. But yeah, that was me. I ain't really have nothing really serious, though. I'm still <laughs> mad about my package, though. What got you going? So, um... I know I originally had something in the notes of what got me going, but yeah, this morning I woke up to the most beautiful thing. Uh-huh. Usher dropped an album called Coming Home. Oh, okay. And he he's, if this was the masculine version of being a peach, I love it. The album cover. Okay. If, I'm assuming this is the album cover because it's I like mean, his whole, it's like his back physique and he holding a peach in the back. Beautiful. I, I didn't see it. I don't know if you can see it. I've never listened to another Usher album fully, or at, at at all, really. Well, this one, actually, because I think I had time today with driving and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that I was able to listen to it, and just happens, I think it was sometime this week, Um, a couple of friends sent me, like, the tour list, and I'm like, oh, he, like, conveniently left off Houston. So I sent this to another friend, and she was like, well, when we taking this flight home? Um, for the concert. And I said, well, you know, it really depends on what these prices look like when the prices drop for this concert. Have you seen the prices? What is show? Pause. Pause. <laughs> so once I listened to this album, he had me almost willing to risk it all. <laughs> <laughs> but based off of your facial expressions right now, I guess I'm not willing to risk a mortgage payment. So we're good. I probably won't be going. Um, but you, I but, would say you would get entertained. I know, but I might need, so my thing is, 
if I'm gonna go to a concert, I don't want to be in the nosebleed for someone like Usher. It's like me going to Beyonce and being in the nosebleed. They're a performer. I want to be up close and personal. I want to see. I don't need to be on the floor, but I don't want to be squinting my eyes and I'm literally watching the screen. I pay to watch the screen. I can watch at home. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. I don't pay to see Mariah Carey and in nosebleeds. So yeah. So. Um, but like my favorite song off of this is Bop. I don't know why I didn't play it like a million times a day. Um, Ruin, Luckiest Man, Margiela, um, one of them ones, Room in a Room. Like he got so many good songs on here. And for some reason, I like A Town Girl. It came on while I was in the gym because I was that's when I started listening to it this morning. And I was like, damn, that's actually hard. Like. If I learned the words, I would have felt like I was from Atlanta for a minute. <laughs> but the album, all in all, like, is really good. And I was, that's like what got me going. Like, I'm pleasantly, not surprised, but pleasantly happy with the album. And he don't seem heartbroken up in this. And it's still good. Even though I really want to, I want from Usher a real heartbroken album. I think that's why I like Bop. Because it kind of gave me that, uh. And what but you he, needed. It gave, me, it gave me what I needed. Well, you know, I love that for you. Um, I'd be lying to you if I told you I listen to Usher. So, I don't. I don't know how. Like, I listen to like Drake album, but Usher is somebody that I view in the sense of Beyonce. Like, maybe I listen to it as like an objective party, but I think him and Beyonce are extremely talented performers. Then they're going to give you a show. I think they're worth every dime that you spend on them. They are just not for me. Like, I I don't have. I can bet you I can tell you how many Usher songs I got on my phone. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's a feature too with um Alicia Keys. I'm so done. Oh, well, I, I can tell I you that. I'm song. not sure. Do I have yeah, a phone? I got Usher my album? boo and I don't mind. That's about it. Two songs. For real? Two songs. I've, he's never been like. It's like him and LL Cool J. Like, I, I know they're very attractive people, I know they're talented. I will listen. I would. I will listen to a, a little Cool J album before I listen to Usher. The only full album that I have on my um phone is Confessions. Um, other ones is just songs from with him or with features and things like that. So I can't tell you I'm like the biggest biggest fan. Yeah. Um, He's my, my interest was peaked when it came down to um. When it came down to his residency. They said it was really good. Uh, one of my friends, um, other, um, they went to they went to see us and they really enjoyed him. So like, he's a really good performer. And I, I'm pretty sure the album. I've been hearing a lot of good things about the album. I've just never been motivated to listen to Usher album really, quite honestly. And it's nothing that he did see, anything wrong. I'm interested to see what he does actually this Sunday for the Super Bowl, as well. I may watch or I may catch it on YouTube. Yeah. Let's see how I feel. So let's jump into our beautiful topics. Yes. I'm going to let you lead with this first one because I need to know where this came from. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I watched The View. And so I posed the question, do you agree with pushing um, the retirement age to 70 or 86? Um, no, it wasn't The View. It was um, Roland Martin. Um, it's And a lot, I'm going to say a lot of, so what I'm saying is a lot of Republicans or they're like people who um who are on, who identifies the right wing are 
they want to push the um, age up because people they're saying their their argument is people are living longer, even though Black lives are, are um still declining. Yeah, still declining, still are basically the same. They want to push the age, um, the retirement age up to um to seventy or eighty six around that time, and I don't know who the fuck go do that. I can't. And it's, I would say also, it's weird that they even say 86 out their mouth when it's like, or even 70 out their mouth when they just been complaining at the same time that Joe Biden is too old. And there's a lot of people that are, who are damn near his age, if not, not too far off. And this is weird. They want to push the age up for people working, but not in Congress, all other stuff, which is, oh, no, sorry, I'm not against that. But do you agree? <clears throat> with it? How do you feel more so about pushing the um, age of retirement to 70 or 86? So sometimes I wonder when I so when I first saw it, I immediately went to Social Security because basically what they're saying is that Social Security will not be around in order to um compensate us and you when we get to the to the age to draw Social Security. Um, that fund will be depleted. Um, so I was wondering, was this coming up as a result of that when I saw you posted in the in the um mm-hmm. notes? Um do I agree? Absolutely not. Like, what quality of life do you have left to enjoy the money that you're receiving monthly and don't have to go to work at 70 and 86? For most people, not all, because also we're living in a generation, well, not a generation, in a time um, where people are taking their health a lot more seriously. Um, people are working out. People are making strides to expand their 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 well not expand to better their health Mm -hmm. um so i do understand the fact that they're living people are living longer but is the living longer worth making them spend every dying moment at work like no retirement ultimately i don't feel like you should be working past 60 to me to me um honestly 55 is is a great cutter if you want to pick up a part-time like example my stepdaddy retired a few years before 60 and he went back to work I think a little over a year ago but he he does like um he does something with with basketball like he narrates the games and stuff like that um so it's a part-time gig and it's something to keep him active if you're doing something like that Mm -hmm. I get it but I don't want to see you working to sustain that part of your life should be over. Um, I feel like, and I, I, I feel like it, it is funny what you said when they mentioned the part about Biden, because we all, like, I think both sides of the parties, uh, uh, Democrats and Republican, are concerned if he gets to get another term, because why would you put us to ultimately have to watch your demise? But who said he's going? Nobody said he's going to die, but we, we, we've seen his decline. And nobody can deny that. When? That man I fell several times. Valerie, that man I, I got caught Valerie, up on his words several this morning. times. And? I fall all the time. I'm clumsy. questioning you. Yes. He could we just be clumsy. Okay, whatever. I am fall all the time. I'm going to need a life alert when I get Joe Biden's age. I fall all the time, too. However, <laughs> me and you falling in our 30s. Hell, but no, nah, me falling at 36 and you falling at 32 is a difference, okay? Mm, this shit hurt. And, it, and who gonna take longer to heal? <laughs> so, imagine him taking a tumble. Imagine him, you know how you be almost about to fall and you catch yourself and you do a little tip? Mm-hmm. That for him probably hurt. So, Maybe. just imagine the fall. 
I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's very functional people. Yes, people cognitive, like the decline as they get older a lot of the times. Well, it does in a way. I do feel like they, I feel like there are very healthy, like cognizant people at 80 years old without any ifs or buts. My grandma was, my great grandma, not my grandma, mm -hmm. my great grandma lived to be what, 96, 97. In her 80s, she was still sharp. She was still driving. She still lived alone. Um, she still cooked. She still could do any and everything that me and you could do. But, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold up. Okay. But what I want that same grandma to be freaking president of the United States. It's a, the responsibility he will have to take on in those uh -huh. late years of his life is not the type of stress you would want to put on somebody at that age. I think that should be accounted into the fact that so I've heard, and I think this is more on the Republican side, that they have been discussing an age limit that you cannot run after a certain age. And I'm I'm inclined to partially agree with that because I don't want the stressors of your age to be an impacting factor on your decision making on how you operate on putting like I don't I don't like the fact that like um Queen of England. Mm -hmm. We have to watch her die and all of this, this and that, and go through the whole mourning and sadness. At some point, you should bow down and let the next one take your toll, take your place. This is one where I feel like Biden, in my opinion, should respectfully bow out. I understand. Hey, that is I'm opinion. sorry, I just kind of went a little left with that. But... No, 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 no. That, that is an opinion. <laughs> I, I, I think both sides have like valid points. However, in this election... And this is I it's like it's gonna be like trying to teach ignorant people, and I say you're ignorant, but like people who don't understand that. Like I do understand the talking point. Will we all like another um both president candidates? Yes. But I think sometimes when the AIDS conversation comes up, especially when like I'm thinking about just some people really like working at 70. I feel like they're able to do it. Why not? Or 70, 86. If they're able to do it, I say, why not? Because it's not like the other candidate is not 77 and Joe Biden is 80. But that is not a big deal. I would, I would politely be okay with him going to work as a caddy at a at a golf club. Not being the president of United. I don't have a problem with him working. I a would have caddy? a problem with him. I would not have a problem. Have you golf clubs on? Baby. <laughs> I would not have a problem with him. Matter of fact, it's a I, I know a seventy year old man who works as a caddy at a um at a at a golf club. I'm cool with you doing that, but the it's it's not so much working as it is the type of job that he will be working at his age. The amount of stress, turmoil, then your son still putting you through foolishness day in and day out. The stresses of not just what's going on in the U.S., but you also have a responsibility to the world. Um, like, that's a lot. And then you still are a husband, a father, a grandfather. Come on, man. Let them enjoy you. You did. You did a lot more than what most people do. You've done 4, 8, 12. 12 years in the White House. I feel like at this point, it's greed. That's just me. What it seems like he wouldn't run if um, Trump wasn't um, ran. It seems like based based off what his comments are, it seems like he's only running because he's technically he is the only person that can beat Trump at this point. Because he did. That's that's proven evidence. So yeah, you got a point there. Um, so 
Yeah, we can keep going. We don't got to be all political today. Speaking of age, um, I'm going to let you do this one because I don't know the full. F I know the story, but I just know what we I read based on what's there. So at the end of the day, I still don't even really know if she's pregnant or not. But Apparently she last, is. huh? I, I want to say I think she's 41, not 39. Let me see. 41th of Nerd. Oh, no, go ahead. La um, last week, there was this big commotion about the fact that um, Jay Ooh. Drea um, is likely pregnant from Jalen Green, um, who is a... Is she a PC basketball or football? I have no idea that's, what that man is. That's how horrible I am. Let me Google. You may have to clip this up. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's a, oh yeah, he is a basketball star. Okay, yeah. He's a basketball star. He's he is projected to in the next couple of years max out with his salary at three hundred million. Um, everybody knows Drea. She's a beautiful really? woman. Um, yeah, he's, he's the, so that was part of the discussion. So Joe Button had I don't wanna call her superhead, but what's her name? What's her What's Corinne her God given in? Corinne Stephens, yes. Had Corinne Stephens on his pod and he addressed the fact that Drea, who's 39, between 39 years old and 41, may be pregnant by this 21 year old male. And he was appalled by it. Like, basically, he even said, which I felt was stupid, um, that it's okay if she fucked them, but to be pregnant, Maya, like, really? That makes you a child molester. So, because you decide to reproduce with him, you're a child molester. I thought the act of sex in and of itself. But he's also an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, so my, my question to you, because I haven't fully gave my opinion on it, is do you think that it is wrong for a woman, forget that it's Drea, mm -hmm. um, to get in a relationship or reproduce with a man who is almost 20 years her junior? I would say no. I feel like they're two consenting adults. Um, would it be for me? That'd be absolutely no. Mm -hmm. I have way too many siblings to kind of like, it's basically dating one of their friends. I have way too many siblings. I have siblings older than 21. Or 20, I think he's 22, what it seemed like. You got but. siblings younger than 10. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right, Craig. And, and I guess, and I, and most, but I understand that is for me though. Like, I, when I think of, like, dating somebody, like, I'm 32, I still wouldn't date somebody 21. And I think about, like, you ever just hear young people talk and it just be like, I don't see what we would have in common, but sometimes immaturity, um, you know, age doesn't mean you're mature. So sometimes maybe well, our, that right there was exactly my point. You... You hit it on the on the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I thought about it. I'm just like, you know, not everybody just because she's 39 hell, she could be 50. How many 50 year old men we know that date 18 year olds or without on pocket? I don't see I don't think she's I don't I think Dre is unfairly getting treated as if she's um a child molester, what the case may be. Mainly because like a lot of the dudes, especially Deuce Joe Budden knowing everybody openly date girls or um attract girls. Megan's law was not just initially just um for Nicki Minaj. It was it was for a lot of dudes who like the 18, 19, 20 year olds who talk about um coaching they um their wife up to be who they are and other stuff. Like I said, would I prefer it? No. But it's very interesting to see like that age gap and seeing like what is 
possible, I guess. I'm very inclined to want to know what do they talk about. Um, what so the way I see it at 36, and I have a cousin that's 26, mm-hmm. and some of the things since I was about 30 that she has come across even before then but that i can remember vividly Mm -hmm. um that she has come across and that i have come across and her reactions to it and and even the topics of things that she finds important and things that i find important and the life that i live and the life that she's lived at that point um we're on two different we're on two different planets and we're just coexisting but would it be just would it just be maturity? Because it's like people who are very in like involved in the love and hip hop and baddies East drama. It's not just kids that are involved in those dramas. I can't I, I know names but um I feel like I've been assaulted with names enough to know that I can probably point out maybe a few of the girls at this point. But I couldn't tell you I'm invested. You're into right, because drama. some of them have to be within their thirties. Um and I give you that. So I, I do think maturity is a is a big part. I think another part for it, if I was Drea per se, is I think she has a son either older or the same age. Mm-hmm. Like right up in it, basketball wise. Right up in the ball, right up in the ballpark of this 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 young man's age. Um, is it wrong legally? No, they're they're within their right parameters to be together. Is it child I molestation? No, it's not. Um, what you didn't think about what? I didn't think about. I forgot about her son. Um, they are damn near their peers. Yeah, like that is his, and I, I guess for me, what what I think of is when you have to tell your son to do something at twenty one, at twenty, it's thing my mom was telling me at twenty one and twenty two. Like, come on, Valerie. So, like, I'm just thinking of you doing the same thing with your son, and then you're looking at this man, and money don't make you do your regular routine any different. As far as you may spend differently, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that that makes you more together at your age i don't know if i'm if i'm making sense with that and i'm trying no, to find better wording money um, just enhance your behaviors all this all it just doesn't cha- it doesn't change who you intrinsically are mm-hmm. so if it doesn't it doesn't change your vocabulary unless you're paying for it, it doesn't change mm-hmm. your mentality unless you're 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 intentionally putting yourself around people who hold what you're aspiring to be, right? If you're yeah. putting yourself in rooms. And a lot of these guys, as we've seen, example, earlier last year, the dude who had a contract for all these millions, but was throwing it away by waving guns on Instagram. It don't money don't make you no different unless you mm-hmm. want to be different. Now, what I can tell you is I know nothing about the dude. I know nothing about his maturity, et cetera, et cetera. But I still wonder, does the maturity meet what you need at 39 while he's 21? And also, do I would feel as a woman in my third at 36 today to 21 that year old that I'm robbing you of something that I knew I enjoy my 20s. Can you tell me? I know. Like, it's an experience, and it's an experience that you deserve to have, to love, to hold, and enjoy, and whenever you decide to make that decision, cool, but at 21, I just don't, I don't think in in today's society, even more than what it was 15 years ago for me, that 21 is a time for him. Especially as a basketball player. That facts. And no matter how how beautiful um, Drea is, I'm quite sure probably a great deal of her relationships has ended on ended with the men cheating on her. 
Probably she date um basketball players and she does he doing those things. They used to dog her ass out on basketball wives. But she used to get with him though. So it's it's gonna be if she is pregnant, it's interesting to see and I wish them all the best. Um do I think it's a money grab? Possibly. Because it's a meal ticket for for eighteen years. I wouldn't call it a money grab. I think when you think about like gold diggers and stuff, um I'm just saying, nobody wakes up and be like, well, my man to be broke. I'm, I'm just... I'm, don't wake go, up and don't yeah, care. I'm just don't saying, wake up and don't care. If you go shoot for the top, you go shoot for the top. I'm like... And I'm not mad at her. <laughs> Y'all see me on trips and, and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm married. I signed NDA. Would <laughs> 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 you sign a prenup too? Well, see, like I said, that man, that man is way too young. But I definitely sign a prenup. You know, I don't mind. I don't mind signing a prenup. I have a, well, so when I think about prenups, and it's more coming from me, I, I don't mind. Even if it's like somebody who is like a millionaire, I won't mind signing a prenup that benefits them in a sense. Because as long as I can take care of myself, I'm okay. I don't need much. I, I, I'm not. Money doesn't please me. It may make things nice or maybe slightly easier, but it's not something that I feel like needs to be incorporated with my relationship. Gotcha. As long as you ain't struggling. I ain't gonna lie about that. Uh, <laughs> Unless you struggle while we're in a relationship, then that's a difference because not to support you as a partner. But yeah. anyway, speaking of um, supporting age, partners, supporting partners. <laughs> <laughs> So, we don't have much on it, but I'm pretty sure it's going to come out by the time we get the next one, I think. Um, the Wendy Williams documentary, and I just know already I'm going to be sad about it. Like, somebody pointed out, and it's something I did notice, you see Wendy Williams' hair. Valerie, have you ever seen Wendy Williams' hair, natural hair? I used to when I I used to be a Wendy Williams like I used to watch her show a lot, kind of very similar to the View on and off and stuff. Not the past, like the last season I didn't really watch because she was barely on there and all that stuff. Last two seasons she wasn't. She has a natural hair out on camera for the world to see, and it's not nothing bad, but you can look at you. you can look at Wendy and based off what I've seen her before, all her stuff is. Something is obviously wrong, and I do wish maybe her parents was more um her conservativeship versus like whoever is under it at this point. Is that still her son? I'm not sure. I I'm not. I don't know. I, they didn't really say what it was. My understanding. I don't know if it's like a court appointed type of deal. It seemed that's what it seems like based off kind of like the snippet that I've just seen. Cause they family was like they don't know where she is, and so I would imagine like they have they can't be um somebody who's supporting her because the family's on there like it's obvious that something's wrong with her and whoever's taking advantage of her or it being yes men. Like it, it's sad. I'm interested to see it when it has it come out yet. Mm, it's going to come out on like the twenty one of the twenty. I want to say twenty third. I'm interested to see it because I did watch her documentary and I watched some other things with Wendy and I also was a, a actually a very avid um listener to her show to the point where like it was times where she would run reruns and I'm like why ain't no new show? Like I remember going to work and being like I'm gonna record today's episode and see what's up. Mm-hmm. Um. 
and to see her just go from like literally I'm watching you on TV to the show went off somebody was hosting it for you a little bit and then it completely went off air So now it seems like you possibly may be truly mentally unstable. Your husband has cheated on you publicly. I think had other kids with this woman. Mm -hmm. then they had Has to pay taken, him alimony yep, taken that's the her other money. shit that puts you in jail right there Um, I'm fucking refuse I think validating she even had an incident with her son with some foolishness. Like her son it's, went to jail for attacking a daddy something like that it gives off. And I'm, 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 I'm saying this lightly, right? But like, I would never want to be a gossip a gossip person like her, like a gossip um, columnist, I guess you would call it, a gossip reporter. Um, like, I'm, I halfway wonder, is it the devil's work? I know you're not the religious person. I, I get, I get, but it's like, Mm -hmm. I understand where is what you're it? saying, though. Because when you watch her story, she seemed like a pretty decent person. Where's the karma? Is 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 this karma? Where is it? Like, why are you going through all of this? Was there something that you did? And I'm, and even if it, if it wasn't, then then damn, it's it's you can get also dealt bad cards, right? That's how we see kids in very unfortunate situations. They ain't have nothing to do with it. But her cards right now, it's like she's dealing with a. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you can think about, like, I don't know how healthy she was being. I think, when I think of health, I She think had a lot them of tea and them pills every morning. I thought that was keeping her good. She had her cup. She take them pills. We knew she took her medication every day. Why? Because you watched the Whitney Williams show. Mm -hmm. Am I lying? Yeah, but taking pills don't do nothing if you're not organizing the rest of your life. And also, you have to think about, she already had grave disease. Think about, she was a former drug addict. And unfortunately, I think when I think when I, when people who is you know were heavy on drugs at one point it may not show up while you're doing drugs it may not show up at 10 years after later you um you are sober sometimes it do show up in later in age and it affects your body like heavily and i think i don't think that helped accommodation because Wendy williams at this point right now how we view society Wendy williams is no better than twitter Winnie was no better than shade room and all this stuff. And I She think isn't. she made She's it. the the, the pre prehistoric version of it. Yeah, and she, but she made it more comical. Like, and we all know as much as, you know, the, the stuff with Monique and all that stuff, Wendy Williams be the perfect person to sit your ass down and go watch what she has to say. Cause you know, it's going to be funny. That is true. I was like, the only person I know that sit there and ask Mariah Carey to her face how, when the last time you sucked the dick. Whitney, um, Whitney Houston telling I, if I was a different person now whatever the case you said I would beat your ass outside of that studio she, Whitney was wild with her mouth and it's, I would say it's unfortunate I think some people look at it as karma I think it's unfortunate I wonder what it is. Like, I just threw out a couple of different ideas, but I do agree with you that, because I wasn't even thinking about the substance use, right? And um, so in my family, I have, a, I have two relatives, and they were like, they were mother and son. So my great-grandma and then my grandfather. My great-grandma was straight and narrow, healthy, walked up until she couldn't walk no more, exercise, et cetera. My granddad was military, ex-military. He became an alcoholic. A very, very heavy, heavy, heavy alcoholic to the point of where it almost put him on his deathbed. When he got his life together, he got his life together. But it goes back to what you said. doesn't mean that those effects of all of the years of abuse to your body don't take its toll. Well, to sum up a long story short, both grandparents 
had Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, and the unique aspect of it is they actually ended up having it together at the same time because my great grandma and my grandfather are not that many years in difference, about mm-hmm. 14 years, I believe. But to add to that, how my grandma declined, she had many more years before my grandfather, and how my grandfather declined so rapidly was a drastic difference. And what we tend to go with in our family is my grandfather's decline was how he abused his body before in his earlier years mm-hmm. of life. Uh, well, my grandma didn't do the same things as he did. Um, she 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 just lived a different life. Um, so we we attribute to how quickly his decline came towards the ending of his life due to his substance use. Mm-hmm. He lived between his mom and him he lived to be, I think, almost either 85 or right around there. No. Did he live to be 85? Yeah, about 85. Okay. And she lived to be 96. So just do the math. Yeah. It, like I said, we talked about the book, The Body Keeps Score. The, the body, it doesn't just keep score. It's emotional and stuff and all that other stuff. I think Winnie Williams also in her, always strike me as a person who I think, when I think, I don't think people... I haven't thought of the book or maybe the subject and I, and I may so just quote me, don't quote me on what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I think a study at, at this point really needs to be done on people on the outside. Winnie Williams strikes me as a person who was on the outside growing up as we've seen her show about being teased and all that stuff. And I think sometimes people with the young community on um, who experience discrimination, whether people want to admit it or not, we talk about, I don't like Candace Owens, but I would imagine she also expressed it. You probably see it a lot of times when you, when you are, if you were ever in school and the darker skinned um, individuals. And then now they're our age talk about they don't like black people. And I think it's something to say when your own community don't really support you and how you go through the rest of your life looking for validation. That is true. But, you know, that study, I don't think it's been done or anything. And so... I think it would be a unique study to do because I have an old friend who who talks a lot about colorism and how he was treated based upon being just a significantly darker individual in school. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way he expresses it is like, damn, I wasn't shit in school. I was was disregarded. I was called dirty this, stank that, just based off of the color of my skin. But now chocolate is in. Now I'm the shit in my thirties and I'm that nigga you wanna you wanna be up under, but these are the same girls who joked and picked at me in and made me almost have these different complexes that I had growing up, thinking that something was wrong with me. So I, I that would be a shit. That's somebody awesome thesis for their doctorate. <laughs> we'll see how I feel about it. All right, Dr. Knight. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know something. <laughs> Ugh, that's a long story. That's gonna be a while. That's a long story, friend. I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be a lot. But moving on, speaking of long stories, Monique was on Club Shay Shay. So I watched it. Um, How long was it? Two hours and hey. I think fifty-five minutes. Hell no. Is it two in hours? Twenty twenty-four or maybe an hour and forty-five minutes. I went 45 maybe, but in 2024, I don't have time to care about your story that long. Well, you know, I guess because I don't watch TV like that. Like, when I do watch the yeah, two hours and 55 minutes, when I mm-hmm. watch TV, as I tell people, like, I watch particular shows. 
outside of that, living single um, or uh, golden girls or girlfriends always on or Noah's Ark is one of them shows. I watch a lot of comfort shows as my day to day, like to kind of keep in the background. And so I didn't mind like to supplement in that as I'm like getting ready for work or something like that. It took me like went I listened to where I was like halfway in the gym on the way to work. So it wasn't too bad. But she made a lot of points. I do think I do hope that in her, whatever she produces in her next comedy special, I would want it to be more so focused on the jokes. Because I think as much as I do feel like she is right in everything she is saying about her treatment in Hollywood, and I think it's something to say that the best way I know how to say it at this moment, unfortunately, some people are going to be bootlickers or house niggas. And I think sometimes it's hurtful to see people or like just I'm gonna say it seems like it's hurtful for people in your own community when you know something is right but everybody's like you have to play this game because we sat there and watched I love Whoopi Goldberg but she said it she said it to her Steve Harvey said it to her on TV and it's just like it doesn't make sense because if me and you say if I was a white person and you know me and you both have the same credentials but somehow I'm making $20,000 more than you, and I'm telling you, hey, that is not my, I understand if you're going to base off credentials, this is what you need to pay me. Also, what she did really wasn't a bad thing, because it was like, she discussed more detail as far as just like her contractual obligations when she first got blackballed. They paid her to, she did fulfill her, um, her obligations. She didn't get sued. And that's what she said. I didn't get sued because I fulfilled my contractual obligations. Apparently in Hollywood, after you are, you do the movie and they pay you, the expectation is you to kind of like some sort of way fund your own like um, promotion. Mm-hmm. She disagreed. She said she was busy already and she would rather stay with her family because she was tired. I can't blame her for making that decision and then sitting there getting black and then not speaking out about it that people are like blackballing her because of her her decision because companies always have you fucked up and i think it's weird that when a company has you fucked up and somebody who you call your peer be like well you should basically sit here and accept these crumbs because one day we're going to get a piece i'm one of the side of uh, monique Every, if you know me personally, you understand that I've had 10 W-2s in, in one year at one time. Because they had me so each, each and every person had me fucked up. But between that and her responding to like Dia, well, Dia Hugo responded to her saying she lied. About what? So long story short, he said, she said... He, they did a um, would you rather and it was like would you rather um, I don't know it was something like would you rather is something gay with your husband um, or something like um, like Corinne Steffens um, it, it was something like involving basically the, like was she rather a threesome with another man or her husband it, no or it was, was just her no it was just her husband would you rather your husband do something just like gay action or with something or something with a woman yeah, I should have wrote that down, but it was something with, um, or it was somebody, it's something completely different um, with Corinne Steffens, or your son, I think your son married Corinne Steffens, and she had a problem with it. She was like, why are we doing this? Like I said, reasonably so, it was like, why, like, that's what I talk about with the... So Shay Shay asked her these questions? No, um, she was saying that's what the Hughley asked her, um, mm-hmm. and it started because of that. 
And that's really kind of the general gist. She kind of just, you know, what she always talk about, Dale Hughley. And I feel like she said something else, but I don't think it really, like, it was more so that, oh, you know, people are getting mad about her saying transgender T.S. Madison. But that's what the T and well, T is transsexual. Madison is what it it's is. It's the right? way she explained. She was like, it took a transgender to like stand behind me and support me, a transgender woman uh, um, to stand behind me. And the way she phrased, because it's like she started with that in a way, but she she could have said it better. But I understand what she was saying. I think she was pointing out how in the black community, the transgender community is unfortunately the people on the very bottom of the totem pole. And I think what she was trying to convey to stand with someone who's also at the bottom. Yeah. And that's what she said. She was like, and because after she said that her next line was more so like and that woman fights for other women on a consistent basis on and off camera. She does. And that was really, I don't think it really like, you know, I enjoyed it. It was a good, it was a conversation. She was funny. She checked um, Club Shay Shay telling me to stop getting these young ass girls and get an old girl. Let's go fill you up in your belly and rub your feet. I can agree with that. I, 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 I think his hopes and dreams of the young tender is not going to do what he needs, but whatever. Um, or he, or he knows. I'm trying to think of what I want to say about Monique and on this subject, right? Mm-hmm. Because I've heard the whole shebang that she's going about, and I don't want to ever tell a woman that, you know, this is getting old, don't say that. But I, I kind of want to rock with you on the fact of give me some, give me some comedy. And then come back with that. Because, and it's not for me, because I understand you, but the generation in which you're dealing with needs to A, know just how funny you are, to be able to understand why you're, why you're, in, in their world, I'm, I'm using I'm use terminology, mm-hmm. why you bitching the way you bitching. Yeah. So, you need to remind them of who the F you are, and then, after you get done reminding them, then remind them, they're still not giving me what I deserve. I can see a because disagreement. Because then they can, huh? Oh, you can go. My bad. What you said? I can see her disagreeing with that. But and it's but she's looking for the validation over here with us, the fans, the 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 viewers to, or she wouldn't be on every platform giving this story. If she was looking for it from them, because we would be the ones that would incite the change over there. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at it from us to incite the change, to get a, to get a platform that's going to stand behind you on 10 toes to make, and that's basically what media is at this point. We are the ones that enforce the change. So you have to remind them, because who knows Miss Parker? Who knows Precious? And, and God damn it, she did great in both. I don't know. The kids know Precious. You know, Maya Cake. Maya Cake. They know words. it, but do they really, do they know Precious or do they really remember how fucking bad she was as a fucking mom? Like, how amazing mm-hmm. she played and embodied that freaking role. Like, she's not just an actor, she's not just a comedian. This is yo what do they call it? Yo, Jack and Jill, yo, yo, double edged sword, your mm-hmm. I can do it all. Um, and she's not getting the validation and accreditation that she needs financially to support what she brings to the table. But we're in a show me world. Uh-huh. I'm not saying if we was in early 2000s, early 2000s, you may have affected that change in a different manner. But for the people that you are trying to get to and reach right now, they need a reminder. That's all I'm saying. And you know, I'm honestly, you're not wrong in a sense. I do think. One issue I did have a Monique Cole interview is 
all because she talked about Oprah, she talked about Dale Hughley, she talked about <coughs> Harvey, and I'm missing some Tyler Perry. And what she said and everything, like I said, is I'm, I'm it's been quite a few years um, that I've looked at Oprah a little bit different. She's not necessarily my favorite person. I think she plays the game and in, in that way also I can't blame other people for not wanting to risk their, you know, I think it's a scarcity mindset. I can't blame people that that's what they do. And I think you have to acknowledge that what I would say to Monique is unfortunately, sometimes no matter what people do to you, you may not just get that, um, that apology or that validation or whatever the case may be. And I think it is very hard. And I think everybody goes with it in some sort of way. But I think at this point, I think I'm glad she was able to kind of really share it on a very big platform in a sense of like Club Shay Shay. I will want her after this, now that she has told it. I not too hard. I want to say I don't want to hear it again, but I don't want to say that to somebody. But I would want her That's to. That's the way I feel. Honestly, that's why I said she needs yeah. to come out with something else, come out with a new project, and then resort back to it. But she needs. I feel like when she's resorting to this, this, this script, this, this, this ongoing narrative that she has, and I'm not saying the narrative is wrong, mm -hmm. but this is her narrative, right? Mm -hmm. When she's going to it, I don't feel like she's talking to a marketing person. I don't feel like she's talking to a PR person. I don't feel like she has somebody truly guiding her that knows what they're doing does. to receive this message appropriately to the people you're trying to reach. I feel like she's so passionate about it that she's coming at it with her own viewpoint and her own way of, of getting the message over that it's missing the receiving of what she needs. And sometimes you could talk so much and never be received because oh. you're not you're not talking correctly to be received. So that's why I made the suggestion of blah, 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 blah. That's why you're saying, okay, I'm tired of hearing it. Because I can remember being back home and being at 167 and 27th Avenue and hearing this same debacle. So that's at least over four and a half years ago. Yeah. And like I said, she's entitled to her story. I just think maybe she should go about it a different way and also be mindful. I think sometimes it's something that I struggle with in a sense of like, I understand that I could be right in situations, but sometimes it's like how can you be more effective in this? And I think maybe that's what sometimes people are just trying to tell her. But she also talked about um, Tiffany Haddish too. Tiffany Haddish talked about her husband. Everybody complains about Monique's husband. Um, I feel like that that is not something that I, care, I I don't think I care for. I think it has been a major shift what it seems like since she's been her husband. But it's not something that I'm like really over like, I don't know, I've... She, she loves them. They love each other. And that's all I need to know. It's not my relationship to kind of like sit there and judge. But it was funny that she said, um, Tiffany, because Tiffany Addis made a remark about her husband. Like, I'm glad I don't have that type of husband or, or that type of manager husband, something, whatever case is that. And, it was, and Monique was like, if you had a husband, you wouldn't have two DUIs. If you had a husband, you wouldn't have probably um, been involved with what it looks like grooming a child. So next time you open your mouth and say that, make sure you do that. So so let me tell you, I can't disagree with <laughs> <laughs> I can't disagree with my dog Nikki on that one. Um I I, I, I call her Nikki shit. I can't disagree with Monique mm -hmm. on that. Um so 
there is a perception that her man may be controlling, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't see you don't see Monique in the other foolishness, and that's sometimes why you need a partner, right? Um, and and I could not for the life of me fathom why she caught that DUI, um, the day after Thanksgiving, the morning of after Thanksgiving, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Monique, Monique got you on that one, friend. You can't say nothing else. No, <laughs> and that's I think- one of the ones where you crawl in the little corner and you just shiver a little bit. <laughs> And I think that was really much it besides um I think yeah, that was it really it. So I don't even think I'm gonna watch that. I'm 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 up on like am I do I got two hours and fifty five minutes? It wasn't me? a bad one. I think it wasn't as funny as Cat I think it wasn't as dramatic, I would say. I didn't get through all of Cat Williams and I think that was part of my So for twenty twenty four my thing is my my intake um meter like mm-hmm. of how much i can intake of stuff that just doesn't serve me is really low on this mm-hmm. year like so i cannot devote that much attention if it was a podcast and i could go on i don't know if shay actually has a podcast on apple Podcasts or spotify where i could go and speed it up and get through it in less time and speed it up on youtube oh i didn't know i could Maybe I'll try it that way you because, just, baby, I couldn't sit down and watch us for two hours and 55 minutes. I don't care that much. But I did care a little bit to want to know. But, guys, um, we're going to take a quick little break. And then um, we're going to refill our glasses because Bernard got the real stuff over there. Over his <laughs> wine. But I Why am due for a refill. Well, I'm not sleeping on it. It's going to do me very well this evening. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to be right back. All right, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Juicy Cup Podcast. We back. I hope you refilled your drinks. Yes, we did. Definitely. So, let's jump back into it. Um, I've been hearing, like, discourse about Jay-Z... If they were saying if what he said in his Grammy speech, if he was being uh, embarrassing her or defending his wife and giving her flowers at the same time. How how do you feel about it? I feel like so at the very beginning of his speech, when he was he was like, I'm not going to call out this young lady. And I was like, is he going to do a Kanye moment? And be like, <laughs> she didn't deserve um um what's her name Taylor? You don't deserve this. It, it belonged to Beyonce. I was she like, oh, but it, it was it was it was the moment of is he finna really do it? And he he found his words to where it didn't come off that way. But um, it's not even a but. I don't. I feel like he was doing what a man should do. That's his wife. She never won at a war. You can clearly see that the world loves her. Not just the United States. The world mm-hmm. loves her. Um, and I'm very surprised she never took home at a war. I'm not a Grammys follower, so excuse me on that one. Um, I would have thought that she had it already. Um, so, you know, if he was a little salty about it and he had a moment where he could, it's like, I feel like the award he won was like, I'm grandpa and grandpa gets to have no filter and you at the family cookout and I'm going to say what I want to say and bite me. And then I'm going to go back to my table, pour my cognac and my Grammy and drink it. I thought it was top tier. Top tier shit. In my personal opinion, right? 
Mm -hmm. um, I even loved how Blue was up there and was like, shit, what is nigga finna say? Like, he finna say something off the wall. I already know what he do at home. And he done brought home to the to the to pit, the pulpit and what, what's finna happen? <laughs> mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Even how he grabbed his daughter's hand to reassure her that I'm not finna straight up embarrass us, but I'm finna talk my shit. I, I loved it. Mm -hmm. I don't blame him. Like, I want my man to do the same thing. Not a not an ounce less, okay? <laughs> and I think also because we as black people know that he's not wrong. Like, I just looked it up. The last person that won uh album of the year, a black woman, was Lauren Hill. Shit, when was it, the 90s? Yeah. And so... I'm a, I'm, I am a Mariah Carey fan. She is older than Beyonce. And so I've came into this train of thought before Beyonce lost her stuff. Like I said, I'm not a Beyonce fan. I like a lot of her music, though. Um, I do feel like she got robbed last year. Um, and it's not trying to take away from other people's credit, but the thought and the process that really goes into it, and then you look at somebody like Taylor Swift, it, it goes back to what Amarosa told that girl, Bethany Frankel, um a lot of white girls and white people are allowed to be basic and black people, no matter how deep or understanding we are, look as a form of only entertainment and not to be rewarded. Um, I think of um, my disappointing Grammy moment, I feel like was always like um, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey has an album called Daydream, which is my favorite. Um, she was nominated for 12 awards and daydream is the same album to kind of give better context to what fantasy was on mariah carey is also one of the people that popularized collaborating a pop artist with um hip-hop and her arm no with hip-hop more so rappers it's not a rapper mariah carey has not done like a feature with because she did um what's the dude who died recently oh daddy oh, no. oh dirty bastard she's done jay-z didn't she do bone thugs and harmony had them harmonizing Baby, it was it was it was beautiful. Look, I'm about to listen to it while I can take my shower. But it just shows that like break break down. Look, exactly. <laughs> but like I said Beyonce works really hard and I feel like you have to be a very blind person to kind of do that. And a lot like when she didn't win Renaissance, their response was it's Beyonce, she's always winning something. They feel like she wins too many awards. And it's just really weird. You can't feel like somebody wins too much awards if they just, if they earned mm -mm, it. See them, but the argument is more so when I think of people. If you feel like Jay Z did something embarrassing, I think you think of like Simone Biles. Simone Biles is such a great gymnast artist, and somebody made this point that when she does a move that basically all the other girls can't do, they don't reward her with success. They actually dock her points and tell her it's illegal now to do that move. Mm -hmm. It's the oh, same. That's what you're talking about. And it's, it's not a girl on figure skating. She does this backflip, and she had to go into more freestyle competitions because she did this flip that a lot of people can't replicate. And so it just kind of expressed the standard that I'm happy that he did that. I just When they make the playing field uncomfortable, then they penalize the ones who have, who have um, crafted their technique. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what that looks like. Like, Beyonce has not only crafted, but mastered. That's the word I was looking for. Yes, she did. Has mastered their technique. And because she's mastered her technique and moves on to other things that is even more amazing, you're you're penalized of an award. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Me and my auntie were just having this debate this week. 
who out of us knew, and I say us, the, the side, the opposite side of the inside of your hand, mm-hmm. knew who Taylor Swift was before Kanye went up. My no, auntie yeah, made a very so. valid point. She said that she should actually be paying royalties to Kanye because what he did for her on the map. Not that she wasn't already, but was she on the map with us? Because from that moment, that's who I, that's when I recognized her face from that embarrassment and knew who she was. Do I know some of her songs? Very few, but yes, she's not someone. I don't have not one Taylor Swift song on my on my own phone. And for her to be so mainstream, like I have Justin Timberlake, I have Adele, I have other white girls, um, but I don't have Taylor Swift. Speaking of Adele, somebody did um, "It's Easy on Me." Somebody no, it's "I'm Holding On." It's something like that, and he remixed it with Lauren Hill. Um, "Sweetest Things," that shit is good on YouTube. It's a mashup. Mashup, it's just perfect. I love mashups, but I said it to say like he put and and I'm I'm not trying to say she wasn't on the map. I hope that this doesn't get misconstrued, mm-hmm. but he made her map even more larger with the stunt that he pulled. So for me it's it's a uh... Jay Z ain't embarrass her. Beyonce deserves all the all the accolades that she can get because she's done so much from a teenager to now in her forties. And if he felt that his wife deserved it and he wanted to make a point about it, so be it. Stand ten toes behind him. Just how I like Jada standing behind Will now. Hey. Like I said, it's just unfair because it's the injustice. That's why I'm more inclined to kind of really respect the in the in um the image awards because it's for our people and we can acknowledge our own people. It's just I do understand that Grammys come into play more so when you're trying to argue your point against big business and dominant systems. But speaking of dominant systems, um, have you seen Drake? What's been going on? So I'm not going to lie to you. The day that Drake started trending this week, I was like, okay, how big is the penis really, right? Mm-hmm. So I went on Twitter because I knew that Twitter would give me what I needed. It always has what you need. I knew nothing else <laughs> would give me what I needed. And Twitter made me work for it. Twitter really? made me, Twitter legit made me work it. for it. Because I was like, why Bernard has not sent this to me yet? But it was so late when I was in my... I think it had to be like 11 o'clock. But I wasn't thinking at the time difference between you and I. So I'm like, why have I not seen a video of this? So I went searching. And it took me about 10 minutes to find it. Oh my gosh. Girl. But I saw this man sitting in the bed, laid back, mm-hmm. on a bunch of pillows, just wiggling this little penis. Well, not little. I'm not going to knock him. Wiggling his penis around and his... The hand is at the base of the penis, but it's a lot outside of the base, okay? Because mm-hmm. after, when his hands gets up to the pointer finger and the, the thumb, it's a good couple of inches after that, right? Yeah. Um, It's like you said earlier, before we jump back on the podcast, it was like <laughs> the the gummy worm, and mm-hmm. you just wriggling it around in your hand. And I was like, is, I asked Bernard before we came back, on, is that the real video? And Bernard was like, yeah. And I'm like, well, damn. And I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I was like, "Is it? Is it hard?" I I turned my head like, "Is it hard? Is it flaccid? Like, what am I really?" I, I literally had to be like, "Cause it was a fast video. It wasn't like a video, mm-hmm. like a still video. It was like a fast forwarded video." So I'm like, "What am I looking like at?" It's like semi-hard. 
I was confused. It is. I, I think it's a depending on. I guess. How can I say this? <laughs> Just understand. Sometimes people receive or get videos, and everybody's like always like when people get dick pics or something like that. That's not. They're not really all the way hard. But I think usually people who only can do that is usually who has uh, like a big dick. Mm -hmm. I think you have to be very careful where if somebody sends you a dick picture and they, um, they take it from really um, interesting angles, that means that shit's small. But let's pause. The angle that I saw it from was an interesting angle. Oh, no, no, no. It was a, it was, it was a, it was a far back angle and it was angled from a, a, a looking up position. So to mm -hmm. me. He had a two wrap. He has a, he has a two wrap around, two hands for the same light. Honey, see, like that, that tells you the people be paying attention. I don't be paying attention like that. I didn't even realize it was two ends. Oh, well, you know, now I'm a, I deal with gay men. They always sending me dick pictures or whatever the case may be. Now I'm going to say, unfortunately, sometimes I like it. Sometimes I'm just like, why would you send me this small shit? Mm. But, you know, it ain't seem like he's really mad about it, apparently. Apparently he posted something and he wasn't really mad about it. I just know I signed NDAs. <laughs> so here's my thing hey why would he be mad at it because the world went crazy mm -hmm. like little legit crazy like i wasn't even i don't think that day i was really really on social media hard like i really haven't even though i'm back on social media mm -hmm. i haven't been on there like for like more than like a five minute grace period i'm really trying to reduce the amount of time i'm on there so but then being on there i saw quite a few posts just from doing a little thumb scroll and people was really giving their reactions. So I was like, okay, you really got them out here. That's what made me go look on Twitter. It looked like a good size. Like a, I would say at best, at least a good average size to kind of like satisfy. I think if, you know, some people are like size queens. Honestly, I think it's a little bit above average. Because it's like, okay, let's take, I think, I think Drake is a pretty tall man. He's not. Probably like 5'11". He's not 6'4". Six, but he looked like he between the 5'11", 6'1". He's, he's. He's somewhere within that that eight, that height range, right? And that's taller than average. So five nine is average. Okay. So then, when you add that, he probably has a decent sized hands for his height. And with his hands, you have that much. Would that be girth outside of your not girth? You have that much length outside of your hands. And it wasn't like skinny, skinny, but it was like a, a it, least. It, a, it was like a super thick penis. You got me really evaluating this man's penis for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really thick, thick, but <laughs> just understand that if we ever get to the point where we celebrities in this podcast, you, I, there's be a lot of NDA sign messing with me. <laughs> Call me Christmas, um, Christmas Kringle. Mm. Oh, mm -mm -mm. I, ain't, I ain't mad at him. I'm I ain't signing no NDAs if I was to ever. Really? I would never, but I don't. I, I don't care for like telling all that stuff anyway, but. I wouldn't tell, so it's it's not. I'm not signing mm -mm. something to tell you. I, that I wouldn't if tell. it makes them feel better, I have no problem. It's a few of them. I would never, baby. I love you. I would never. No. Okay. <laughs> 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 Moving along. Moving so right we're, along. We're gonna go to our agree to disagree topic, and I'm gonna have to start it, summarize it, and so this one is called boundaries. And what happened was. I mean, Valerie, um, it's our agree to disagree topic. And what it is is about um, a baby mom texts her baby daddy's 
girl current girlfriends i'm guessing they live together from what it seems like absolutely um and she texted the girlfriend was like hey basically would you mind like you keep my kids coming over so he can like watch them or like just take basically take custody of them i'm like really tired i'm I'm like really exhausted and he says you won't allow them over your house and i'm just coming to you really woman as a woman that i kind of like need a break and i need him to watch his kids basically i tried um the grandma and the grandma is not available i'm just really tired the woman um the girlfriend responded basically no and that's not my that's not responsibilities i don't take care of other people's kids and um I don't take care of other people's kids and I'm setting my boundaries um, and boundaries. And then it started a discourse. I'm gonna go first. Oh, please do. Um, I think it's obvious to say that the baby daddy ain't shit for putting the baby mama in the position. I think he is the person to mostly blame. And I don't necessarily blame the girl for setting boundaries however that is bird bitch behavior and i and i and i say that's bird bitch behavior because i've been a child in, in that exact situation necessarily still a child in that situation very still a child in that situation but it doesn't make sense to me and it's just actually maybe it's just me and also i am a mom's child if i'm dating somebody i'm not going to really i, I would you come as a package deal. And I'm not saying she, if like, I, if the child was like breaking her shit in the house, being like ruefully unbad, she didn't say those things. She just said basically, no. If that was her argument, and they could, I think you can sit there and talk. I think when you're dating somebody with kids, me personally, I do think that you have to sit down with all parties to kind of see what that looks like, especially if you're moving in. I don't understand her not inviting the kids, and he ain't shit for letting her do that. So as I'm saying, I do still feel like he ain't shit. He's the person to mostly blame. I think it's unfortunate that she is basically telling you as a mom that, hey, I really need him to take care of these kids, as most single moms do, and say, I need just take him. I don't see not even that. It seems like she didn't ask for money. Just just take him shit for a weekend. Let her get a break. I, I, that's the thing. I, so I'm going to chime in now. I mm-hmm. feel like she was not asking him to take the kids for an indefinite time period. If I remember the post, because I know now that it's been deleted, mm-hmm. that it was it was not a, a situation where she was asking for it forever. I felt like it was a timeline. Can you take him for the weekend? I really need mm-hmm. this, right? Um, And I, I think I'm inclined to... So I, I fought the girlfriend two but i fought him equally mm-hmm. no i actually fought him maybe 35 percent more and here's why so the woman that he's with i fought her because you knowingly got with a man that you knew had kids and you in his face gonna deny his kids mm-hmm. they're not asking to come to stay they're asking to come for spend time with their father for a weekend despite whatever the reason is should he not should he be deprived time with his kids Sweet if y'all live together that. Huh? She may be just ugly as a motherfucker. That's what's oh my, my experience. God. Oh my god! So <laughs> I know that your experiences matter, Bernard, but still, um, oh, I, I saw sometimes when I hear about you, and your your daddy and your stepmama. I swear, I think about my uncle and his wife. I swear, I do. But anyways, um, I said this to say that I fought the father because who in their right mind would get with a person who does not accept their kids? 
And it goes back to that, that video that I sent you this week uh-huh. of the guy saying that he wants to know if he's wrong for calling off the engagement because his wife made his his fiance made a comment against the the deceased wife. Uh-huh. And I'm using this as an example because it's like you see that there's a problem. You you had a sense that there was a problem from the beginning, but you kept this going on. And she's clearly telling you. I'm not accepting your kids for whatever reason, because anywhere that I am as a parent, my kids will be as well. I remember my dad telling me this to this day, literally a couple of months ago, anywhere I went, Valerie, you allowed to go. And if you ain't allowed to go, I ain't going. Unfortunately, it's not like that with all parents. And I think, you know, what I, and I would say objectively, I'm going to be serious. I've been playing around, but I do think that sometimes kids are not the most important thing within that person's relationship with the other person. And I, no, it's Even if they're not the most important, like, damn, what do your kids fall? Like, vagina or a penis trumps your kid? And do it. Like, that, that's wild to me. It's your own flesh and blood. And honestly, your kids are more likely to wipe your ass when you down and decrepit mm-hmm. than the person you quote quote dating and maybe even your spouse the one who you pledged your life to because mm-hmm. I can tell you at the at my at my grandfather's ending stages my mom and my auntie did not to say that his wife didn't care but she physically couldn't so I'm, I'm just trying to I try to I try to get people to really realize when you have kids those are yours no one can mm-hmm. take them from you they can't even remove themselves from you if they want to but legally they can but emotionally and biologically, ain't no removing. A wife can say, let's go sign these papers and I no longer have any ties to you whatsoever. You are a figment of my imagination. <laughs> but your kids can't. And it's just, it's so bothersome to me that he didn't even, and I'm going back to this now, mm-hmm. like the, the dad in that situation didn't even address the wife at the table when she said, I'm so glad your wife died or I wouldn't have you in front of the kids that he had with the deceased wife. And even to go back to the situation with this, if his kids were to ever find out that you dated a woman who would not allow us to come over to her house for a few days while mom needed a break or mom needed to do something that was going to benefit our lives for the future. It's, they look at him. it's weird. No, I'm not saying they will look at the him. whole fault falls on him because you made the decision to bring her into our lives, and she don't accept us. And to the other, the biggest part of why I fault him is because you chose to be with her, mm-hmm. and obviously, if you're asking her if the kids can come over, you chose to move in with her, knowing that she was not accepting of these kids that came with you, and they are a part of you. They are part of you more than your clothes. More than anything else on your body. <laughs> they came from within you, not the outside of you. Actually, that's why I said it's just it was just weird to kind of like I'm like, damn, like she even like came to you in a very nice it wasn't like she came in very argumentative. I don't know their history in the case may be. The like most said, respectful, humblest thing I've ever it seen. It was in just like, hey, like I kinda just really need him to take it. I don't like, you know, I I tried his mom. His his mom is not available. I just kind of need a break. And I think this is when we think about like community support. It's like reality it's is after, but after what thirty, typically you're gonna date somebody with kids, and it's not real. It's unrealistic to be like, well, your kids can come over. I'd be damned. But I then wish you somebody let the daddy would say that to in. my face. You let the daddy because it's 
it would not be a discussion if she moved in with him. He depression because with her. he moved in with her. He, and then now you left yourself at a vulnerable state where your kids are not accepted and then you chose to stay there because it would have took everything but the jaws of life for me to be like all right i'm gonna go get a hotel for this weekend and i'm going to move back in with my mama i'll holler at you so if that's what i had to do that's what i had to do so i can get myself back on my feet to get my own shit as a man and even as bags. a woman i would have she better than me i would have packed their bags and let's be we're gonna have your daddy house i would have even told the mama at that point Hey, you need me to ride up there wherever you at and I just go ahead and stay at your place and you go somewhere else? But there would have been options because at that point, that was all on me to be, be with somebody who I can clearly see was not accepting of my kids. Yeah, but I'm saying that is, the option shouldn't even be there. And I, I still felt like he still stand with with this with his spouse or his girlfriend. It's just, it's just interesting to see like priorities, right? Like I said, we we think it's just something it's something else about not the, um the wedding but the other one about oh about the man who basically on uh, the acrimony basically she basically like helped that man go through school for him to find um for them to have kids and support him to get a job and the, this is a story Valerie something maybe earlier today you know so I, me and Bernard have a lot of am I the asshole stories that we send each other back and forth and some of them really coincide with this story so that's what Bernard is talking about <laughs> thank you thank you for the context because that it and what he like he basically all told her in another story and I'm now hopefully it's not too or whatever um he basically told her that hey I found a new thanks to my new job and a new career I'm living success I don't feel like you are on my level anymore and what's going to happen is I want you to move out of the house you still keep custody of the kids while you um while I go date this new girl but she paid so I want to put this in context the story that he's talking about the wife worked an extra job to be able to compensate for him not being able to work and help pay for his tuition to go to school to be able to support the job that he had and once he got the job he met somebody on the job that he fell in love with and now he no longer wants to be with the wife and no longer wants for, wants custody of his kids either he wants to redo his whole life with this woman jail those are the times that I feel like Stump his ass if you like ever see me in jail some shit like this Stump him like you stumped them child molesters because baby, what's at the jaws of life on me? <laughs> and they were like, Valerie, crazy. Like, I ain't never seen her act this way. Yes, baby, you tried my whole face. But I also would never do that. <laughs> I'm your biggest cheerleader, but baby, <laughs> I'm not going to work an extra job. The fuck I look like? I don't think that's a bad thing, but I'm saying it's just like, that's why I was, I say like, I think it is very nice sometimes for people to kind of be, and this goes to all the situations, right? I think it's very nice to kind of be really in love with somebody. And I think if you have, like I said, I feel like a lot of times it only really works if you've been together kind of like a Jada and Will where it's no judge in judge in the world that's going to not split their assets apart because they are a unit. They're together. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wouldn't make it just wouldn't make and I think it's great but this is when you gotta get prenups on people and all that stuff when you think about the marriage and just kind of really set those like try 
I think it's unfortunate for a lot of um, people who go through that. Cause that lady tired. I go. I, I would say I watch her kids, but I don't know that lady like that. But hopefully, she found somebody to watch her kids for the weekend. Prayers up. Mm -hmm. Well, y'all, thank you for listening today. We appreciate y'all. We hope y'all come back do. in two weeks. We do, because well, Black History Month has already started off. It's like the only, what, the second week or something like that? It's like, fuck. It's barely. It's barely. We just made a week in like two days. And, it's and like, they acting up. They acting up. Every Tyree. day is like I... I all of them, they acting up. Every day acting I've been ignorant. looking at my damn phone when I'm at work. I'm just like, well, well shit, what's, what's happening now? Bullshit. Too much drama. I'm about to go play Harry Potter. I'll talk to y'all later, y'all. It's been fun. This has been the Juicy Cut Podcast. Bye.